It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Friday, April 21st, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert with our Friday 5, the five big stories of the week. Remember, today, launch day for Skywatch TV's next virtual conference, One World Rising. Globalists laying the foundations, building the infrastructure for the globalist kingdom of Antichrist. Details on how you can sign up, get access to this cutting-edge video content coming up after the break. Topic number five this week, Sudan. Violence broke out in Sudan last week as two groups, each loyal to a rival general, have been fighting for control of the East African nation. A ceasefire announced Monday didn't hold even a day. The Rapid Support Forces paramilitary group, one of the two competing uh, sides in this contest, called Wednesday for a new 24-hour ceasefire. There was no immediate response from the Sudanese military, the rivals for control of the country. Uh, This suggests that the RSF, the Rapid Support Force, may be having the worst of it in the ongoing fighting. One key difference between the two groups is that the Sudanese military has an air force. They can conduct airstrikes on RSF positions. The RSF does not, even though it appears to be backed by the mercenary group from Russia, the Wagner Group. Now, at least 296 people, as of this recording, reportedly killed more than 3,000 wounded. That's according to the World Health Organization. But questions are being asked after a U.S. diplomatic convoy came under fire in the capital city of Khartoum earlier this week. Like, why the vehicles even left the embassy compound? The U.S. mission to Sudan issued a security alert advising U.S. citizens to stay away from roadways, and uh, the international airport is closed, so it's not clear where they were going. Once again, it appears that the United States is being edged out by a foreign rival, for influence in a country in Africa. We're seeing this with China in many nations. Here it appears to be Russia uh, gaining the upper hand in Sudan. Shadowy mercenaries from the Wagner Group reportedly not been attacked as they travel around Khartoum. And Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, wasn't bothered when he had visited Khartoum just a couple of months ago. He was, he was there to sign a deal to open Russia's first full-fledged African Navy base in Port Sudan, a port in East Africa. And when uh, Lavrov was asked about the presence of Wagner in um, Sudan, you know, Russian military, well, mercenaries really, um, Lavrov defended them, saying they worked mainly in the field of developing the mineral resource base. Remember, Sudan's got gold mines, and it appears that the Wagner Group has been allowed to exfiltrate literally billions of dollars worth of gold from those mines in exchange for its support for the RSF. We'll see how this develops. Topic number four, the new Pentagon Papers. This week, Pentagon leak suspect Jack Teixeira made his first court appearance on Wednesday. A federal judge agreed to a defense motion to delay a detention hearing for Teixeira for for a couple of weeks. He also waived his right to a preliminary hearing. Attorney General Merrick Garland said the 21-year-old Teixeira is being investigated for alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Now, as we said earlier this week, it's not clear how a low-level IT guy is granted such a high security clearance to be able to access documents this sensitive, at least not without help. That's a question the media should be asking. And, of course, then the follow-up questions are, if he did have help, who are they and why would they do this? On Tuesday, we talked to Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis about this, and Colonel McGinnis said the media's response, which is focused on the crime and the alleged criminal, is ignoring the elephant in the room, which is, is what's in the documents true and even more so.
is what we're hearing from the White House, which has been dutifully reported by the corporate media, almost as though they are extensions of the White House press secretary's office, without question, is, as Colonel McGinnis asked, is this another example in a long history of U.S. presidents lying to the American people to convince us that we need to send our sons and daughters to a foreign war? Going back as far as James K. Polk and the Mexican-American War, William McKinley, the Spanish-American War, FDR, World War II, LBJ, the Vietnam War, George W. Bush, the Gulf War, Barack Obama, the Syrian Civil War. Time and time again, information has been withheld or twisted to convince us that we need to put our boots on the ground in these foreign countries. Is Ukraine the next one? Pray that it is not so. Topic number three, United Nations support sex traffickers. Kind of a big story, not really reported widely by the corporate media this week, but a new report from the UN calling for all forms of drug use and sexual activity, including between adults and minors, to be decriminalized. This report was written by the International Committee of Jurists, UN AIDS, and the Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights. UN experts say criminalizing offenses related to these issues, sex, drug use, HIV, sexual and reproductive health, again, a euphemism for abortion, homelessness and poverty should be decriminalized, but also uh, calling for the decriminalization of sex between adults and minors so long as the minors consent. It should be known to these so-called experts that minors cannot truly consent to sexual relations with an adult. What this does is decriminalize activity for traffickers, pimps, and abusers. And we also note um, there's a long history of headlines like the one you see on the screen behind me, which came from the, uh, the Guardian in the UK, starving children as young as nine forced to give UN officials oral sex to give food. One wonders if there's a connection between that and the current report for decriminalizing sex between adults and minors. I'm not a coincidence theorist. Topic number two, an update on Bud Light. The beer wars. This may seem like a trivial thing to focus on, but I think it is instructive to look at how this has developed over the past week. The National Republican Congressional Committee added to uh, growing conservative criticisms against Bud Light last weekend and then quietly deleted their online remarks. What you see here is an image that was tweeted out by the NRCC fundraising off of Bud, Wright's, Bud Light's sponsorship of transvestite Dylan Mulvaney. I mean, he says he's living as a girl, but he's not really had all the uh, surgeries. Anyway, um, for a donation to the National Republican Congressional Committee, you could get a limited edition can koozie that said, this beer identifies as a water mocking Bud Light and its rather flavorless taste. But it was deleted shortly thereafter, after somebody at the RNC apparently pointed out to the NRCC that Anheuser-Busch is one of the largest donors to the Republican Party. Furthermore, Donald Trump Jr. on his podcast called Triggered said that he did not support a boycott of Anheuser-Busch products. You'd like to think that Donald Trump Jr. was um, thinking of the local distributors whose livelihoods, whose income are being affected by people who are suddenly saying, look, I don't support that lifestyle. Dylan Mulvaney makes a mockery of womanhood. His um, caricature of women is really a parody of what it is to be a woman. 
And we're just not going to support a company like Anheuser-Busch or Nike for that matter, or Kate Spade, um, who underwrites his ongoing caricature. But Trump said, no, it's because one of the GOP's biggest donors is Anheuser-Busch. Look, I I sympathize with those local distributors because they have nothing to do with the decision to underwrite Dylan Mulvaney. And I'll say again, I'm not mocking Dylan Mulvaney. He seems to be a young man in pain who is sadly being used as a pawn in a much bigger spiritual gain. But to the Republican Party, you either stand for or against Mulvaney's mockery of womanhood. And you have to decide what it's worth to take a principled stand on an important issue, not just to women, but to children who are being preyed upon by these activists. Coming up, um, the most dangerous home run in history and details on how you can take advantage of cutting-edge information on, um, well, (laughs) events with prophetic significance. Skywatch TV's next virtual conference launching today. That's straight ahead on the Friday Five. There is a huge web of deception that has been intentionally woven into the underbelly of everything we perceive to be reality here on Earth. And it is compounded by falsehoods uttered from the lips of our governments, militaries, and even the Vatican. But what is the lie? And what is at stake? Skywatch TV is proud to present the Lies of Men and God's Hyper Video Collection. When you order the new documentary film by Steve Quayle and Daniel Holdings, Lies of Men and Gods, exposing the fallen angel agenda, the genetic corruption and destruction of the human race from the Skywatch TV store. You'll also receive the two full-length bonus DVDs, Humanity's Twilight and Extinction Protocols. First in the brand new groundbreaking documentary, Lies of Men and Gods, you will see how the globalists who control our governments, militaries, and parts of the Vatican are working to condition the masses of the world to accept the premise that aliens set to arrive here on Earth very soon are our technological, moral, and even spiritual superiors, and that they are in fact our creators. Featuring interviews with legends in Bible prophecy like Steve Quayle and Dr. Thomas Horn, this incredible expose burrows deep into the veiled reality of evil, which Satan is actively trying desperately to keep hidden from view, with never-before-seen footage of evidence that points to the absolute genetic corruption of human beings. This film endeavors to give you the unfiltered truth about who and what is actually controlling our planet. In the Lies of Men and God's Hyper Video Collection, you'll also receive Daniel Holdings' DVD presentation, Humanity's Twilight. This fascinating DVD delves into one of the most tumultuous times in recent American history and how modern-age pandemics are being used by governments of the world to usher in a massive loss of individual freedoms, civil unrest, famine, and even war. This video presentation serves as an outright warning about what's coming in the days ahead. But that's not all. Also included in this must-have collection is Daniel Holdings' DVD presentation, Extinction Protocols. This powerhouse DVD brings you face-to-face with the realities of how globalists are, right now, plotting the deaths of over 90% of the Earth's population, from forced medical interventions, alien disclosures, AI technology, and the end of paper money, to the explosion of cryptocurrencies and precious metals, Extinction Protocols covers what you need to know in order to be prepared for what is coming next. 
Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of $85. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. Time is short. The lies of men in God's hyper video collection may be the last opportunity to expose an evil that waits at our doorstep. It is a reality that is stranger than fiction. The lies of men in God's hyper video collection. Available now at skywatchtvstore.com. Order now or call 1-844-750-4985. Item number one this week, the most dangerous home run in history. Uh, speaking of history, uh, going back a little bit to 1938, in late September, Chicago Cubs catcher Gabby Hartnett hit a home run that has been immortalized as the Homer in the Gloman. That's a play on the title of a song that was popular in 1938. It was the bottom of the ninth, Chicago Cubs at home at Wrigley Field against the Pittsburgh Pirates, the two fighting it out for the uh, for first place in the National League. The Cubs down by half a game, and uh, on an 0-2 pitch with two out in the bottom of the ninth, score tied 5-5, Gabby Hartnett launched a home run into the left field bleachers. This was important because it not only put the Cubs half a game ahead in the National League standings, if the game had ended there, it w well, the game would have ended there if Hartnett had struck out. If the Cubs hadn't scored, see, no lights at Wrigley Field until, you know, 50 years later, the umpires would have called the game because it was getting too dark to see. And in 1938, they did not have a rule where suspended games would pick up where they left off. They would have had to replay the entire game as a doubleheader the following day. Anyway, that put the Cubs half a game ahead. It propelled the Cubs to the National League pennant, where they went on to lose to the New York Yankees in four games. The Cubs' fourth World Series loss in 10 years. I digress. Anyway, uh, the homer in the gloaming. Most popular home run into the dark until this past Monday night. Los Angeles Dodgers at Dodger Stadium squaring off against the New York Mets. Max Muncy at the bat in the sixth inning hits a go-ahead home run off David Peterson, a 433-foot monster that was launched with an exit velocity of 108 miles per hour. Now, stadiums around the country not only have lights so games can be played at night, they've now been swapped out for LEDs. You know, unlike the incandescent lights of years past that took time to warm up and shut down, LEDs can be flicked on and off with the flip of a switch. And so some stadia crew have decided that this would be really cool to celebrate home runs with fancy light shows, which they did. Muncie hits a home run and the lights immediately go off. Which means people sitting in the left field seats are facing a 108 mile per hour baseball coming at them in the dark. When you go to the ball game and you're sitting along the sidelines or in the stands, you want to see the baseball that is coming at your section. Not just to catch it, but to get out of the way. So, memo. Los Angeles Dodgers stadium crew. Next time, wait until the ball lands before starting the light show. Today, April 21st, Skywatch TV's next virtual conference goes live. You set the schedule for this conference. Watch in the comfort of your own home. You can stop, rewind, go back, pause, watch whatever you want to watch in the order you choose to watch it. The theme of the conference, One World Rising been paying attention to the news, watching this program for any length of time, you know that the uh, globalists around the world hoping to initiate the hashtag Great Reset uh, 
building the infrastructure for the One World Kingdom of Antichrist. Information about that, in fact, that's what my presentation is all about. The Great Reset and why its theme, its slogan should be Build Back Babel. It's not progressive, it is regressive, like 5,000 years regressive. Tom Horn, Pastor Carl Gallops, Dr. Judd Burton, Rabbi Zev Porat, um, Colonel David Giamona, Josh Peck, Vicki Joy Anderson, many other speakers that you come to know through Skywatch TV. Access all of that content and as a free bonus, all six Skywatch Films documentaries available instantly in full HD for 90 days. Now, if you haven't signed up yet, you can still do so and you still get the full 90 days. It's 90 days from the time you sign up beginning today and uh, you can find out more and register. Get instant access at DefenderConference.com, DefenderConference.com. We depend on your support here at Skywatch TV as the economy begins to turn south well, um, we depend on you even more, and that's why we send a thank you. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, and that's just to keep the postage costs manageable, but uh, for your gift of any amount during the month of April, a very timely book, End Times Investigations by David Hevner. We will send you a copy if you're in the U.S. or Canada, again, for your gift of any amount. In effect, you're deciding what you want to pay for the book. But of course, the money goes to support the work at Whispering Ponies Ranch and the uh, healing that takes place among children at the ranch. We're gearing up for a new camping season there, and uh, you can find out more about that at whisperingponiesranch.com. See how your donations will be used. And again, during April, we'll send you a copy of David Hebner's excellent book, End Times Investigations. Find out more online at skywatchtv.com. Look for the red button that says Donate, or you can call us toll-free at 844-750-4985. What's the connection between the watchers of the book of First Enoch, the sons of God from Genesis chapter 6, and reptilians? Daniel Holdings, the writer of the new Steve Quayle documentary, Lies of Gods and Men. This is mind-blowing stuff. A real, real insight into the spiritual war in which we are all deployed. You can find out more online at uh, skywatchtv.com. You'll find the program there. In fact, all of our video content is always at our website, skywatchtv.com. You can also watch it on your big screen by, uh, well, just adding the Skywatch TV app to Roku or Apple TV. If you've got a set-top box, we have an app for that. Uh, add that or just check out our channel on uh, YouTube, the new Skywatch TV Now channel at YouTube. All of our main programs are there. The Rumble channel, rumble.com slash Skywatch TV, all of our video content there. And you can also add all of our content to your smartphone or tablet by downloading our free mobile app. Gets you the main program, these daily news updates, Simply His, the women's program that's like no other as well as important news updates three times a week, a calendar of upcoming events, and more right in the palm of your hand. The uh, app is available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets, and we've got links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch, and have a blessed weekend. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.